Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Thousands of voter registration applications delayed. Officials working to catch up. I'm Melissa Howell. State and federal charges have been filed against the man accused of attacking House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's husband. And in sports, the Wizards lose to the 76ers. It's 3 o'clock. Is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. We've learned more about the attack on House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's husband. The suspect faces attempted murder and elder abuse charges, as well as federal counts of assault for the alleged attack on Nancy Pelosi's 82-year-old husband, Paul. San Francisco District Attorney Brooke Jenkins. What we also have learned is that the defendant brought to the location of the Pelosi residence a second hammer, as well as zip ties, rope, and a roll of tape. CBS's Matt Piper. Police in Chicago say there's been a mass shooting in the city. More from WBBM-TV reporter Dana Kosla. I just learned a few minutes ago from a CPD spokesperson. They believe now 14 people may have been shot. All were outside. This, of course, happening on Halloween. We are wait- awaiting more details, but we understand at least two children, one very young child, has also been shot. And the Chicago Police Department has just released a list that says 13 victims have been struck by gunfire. Five are in serious condition, five in good, two critical, one unknown. A 14th person is in fair condition after being injured while trying to get away from the scene. We're now a week away from Election Day, but millions of Americans have already voted, says CBS's Natalie Brand. More than 21 million Americans have already voted, according to the U.S. Elections Project. I was in there, took three minutes. Quick, in and out. I was in there less than 10 minutes. Very easy, very simple, uh, in and out. Turnout remains at a record pace for midterms in Georgia, home to one of the most competitive Senate races this election season. The Saudi-owned oil company Saudi Aramco has posted a 39% increase in third quarter profits. The company said its net profit jump to of $42.4 billion was primarily driven by higher crude oil prices and volumes. A man's been arrested in the killing of two teenage girls in Delphi, Indiana, almost six years ago. CBS's Nora O'Donnell has that. 50-year-old Richard Allen was arrested Friday after police made a big break in a cold case. Allen worked at a CVS pharmacy in the town, allegedly developing photos for the families of the girls for free. The grandparents of one victim, 14-year-old Liberty German, says they always felt the killer was close by hiding in plain sight. The State Department is criticizing Russia's decision to stop allowing grain shipments from Ukraine. CBS's Cami McCormick. Russia is again weaponizing food in the war that it started. State Department spokesman Ned Price. Some ships left Ukrainian ports today, but the future of the deal remains uncertain now, and many poorer countries will suffer, he says. Game three of the World Series between the Philadelphia Phillies and the Houston Astros scheduled for tonight in Philadelphia. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance, so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. It's 303, Tuesday, November 1st, 2022. The high today, 70. Good 
morning. I'm Stephanie Gaines Bryant. The top local stories we're following this hour. A teenager is dead after being shot in southeast D.C. It happened around 8.30 p.m. Monday on Bernie Place, less than half a mile away from the Anacostia Metro Station. Police responded to the sound of gunshots when they arrived. They found a 14-year-old boy unconscious but breathing. He was transported to a hospital where he later died. D.C. Police Chief Robert Conti. He is a ninth grader at, at, a, at a school uh, here in the district. And unfortunately, again, he lost his life tonight to a senseless act of violence uh, here in our city. Conti says the teen was targeted. There's currently no information on a suspect. A dramatic scene in Silver Spring as police chase a police chase turned into a multi-vehicle pileup, including a metro bus. This all happened in the middle of the afternoon on Georgia Avenue near East West Highway. WTOP's Shana Estulin reports. The suspect's minivan slammed into the metro bus, and then moments later, the police cruiser chasing them slammed into and under the van. Pictures from our news partners, NBC4, show car parts strewn around the scene and the bus's bumper half off. A spokesperson for Montgomery County Fire and Rescue says multiple people were rushed to the hospital, including several with traumatic injuries. County police say this all started around 2 p.m. with an armed robbery on Piney Branch Road. Police finding the robbery suspects at the White Oak Shopping Center about three and a half miles miles away, but they drove off police on their tail. It ended with the pileup on Georgia Avenue. Two men were arrested. A third had to be pulled out of the crashed van. Shana Stulen, WTOP News. Police say a firearm was also recovered. See those dramatic pictures of the crash at WTOP.com. A three-alarm fire that forced 120 people from their homes on College Parkway in Rockville was tied to a heating and air conditioning unit. Pete Perringer with Montgomery County Fire and Rescue say two residents were hurt but are expected to survive. He says the fire started before 9 yesterday morning and caused more than $1.5 million in damage. The flames burned through the roof of the garden apartment-style building and spread to two nearby buildings in the Plymouth Woods neighborhood. Patrick Campbell with the county's Department of Health and Human Services says 40 people were displaced by the fire. The region's Red Cross is also helping affected families. Metro ridership isn't what it used to be post-pandemic. That has the transit system ready to crack down again on people who don't pay their fares as it tries to improve the bottom line. We've done, I think... Uh, a really uh, concentrated, deliberate effort to do warnings first. But starting today, Metro GM Randy Clark says... We're looking to actually implement the ticketing component. It was decriminalized by D.C. lawmakers in 2018 amid concerns that black riders were disproportionately stopped for fare evasion, which Metro says results in tens of millions of dollars in lost fares. We're going to enforce our rules, but we're going to do it in the most humane way possible. The penalty is a $50 civil fine in D.C. It's $100 in Maryland in Virginia. Again, our message is just please, if you have the ability to pay, pay your fare. John Dome in WTOP News. Campaign 2022 on WTOP. Fairfax County officials are trying to process thousands of unexpected voter registrations. Counties across Virginia have been dealing with the same issue. 
The Virginia Department of Elections sent 11,000 voter registration applications to Fairfax County on Monday. The county's now working to process them all before Election Day. Voters did what they were supposed to do. Eric Spicer is the county's director of elections. They registered or changed the registration at the Department of Motor Vehicles, and then nothing happened. He says it's unclear why the applications were not sent earlier, but he believes the issue may stem from the Department of Elections enrichment. His greatest concern whether more applications may be unaccounted for. I have no way of knowing that. We're prepared for the worst, and we're telling voters if there are any additional problems, they'll have the opportunity to vote same-day registration and to cast a provisional ballot on Election Day. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, why Democrats may be anxious about the midterm elections. 307. When you hire your local ServiPro painters, you get the power of doing it right. Detailed project proposals, excellent customer service, and trusted professionals who get the job done on time and on budget. The power of experience. We're kings of the scaffolding and pros with the stucco. We've been there, done that. Get your project started at ServiPro.com and get the power of pro. Each ServiPro painter's business is independently owned and operated. It's 3.08. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8s to Rich Hunter in the WTOP Traffic Center. All right, good start in Virginia if you're traveling on 95 and 395 between Fredericksburg and the 14th Street Bridge. No incidents in your way. George Washington Parkway also running well in both directions early. Still at the closure on Alexandria on Duke Street. Between South Jordan Street and South Gordon Street, that as a result of a previous crash, which brought down some wires. And again, they were still doing cleanup and investigation there. So as a result, traffic redirected each way on Duke Street. So unclear how long the closure will last. We'll keep you posted. 66 eastbound as you head east of Nutley Street toward the Beltway, still getting by the work zone. Single files left. Again, it does appear the ramps to both the outer loop and inner loop remain open at this time. Uh, so that's good news. Once you clear that work, nothing else anyway through Roslyn and the Roosevelt Bridge. Uh, still in good shape on both sides of the George Washington Parkway, Montgomery County and Bethesda. Still have the closure of northbound Cabin John Parkway between the Clara Barton Parkway and the Beltway as a result of an uh, investigation. Again, looks like southbound traffic is able to get down to the Clara Barton Parkway with everyone coming outbound on the Clara Barton. Uh, has to continue on the Clara Barton Parkway toward the Beltway exit for the outer loop. You cannot get to the inner loop this morning as a result of the closure. Rich Hunter, WTOB Traffic. Now to Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Starting off your Tuesday with temperatures generally in the 50s to around 60 degrees. Some scattered showers, patchy fog, and cloudy skies. Throughout the day today, the clouds will diminish. Small chance for an isolated shower this afternoon, but most of your Tuesday is looking dry. Highs today and tomorrow around 70. For tomorrow, we'll have mostly sunny skies. Sunny skies on Thursday with temperatures in the upper 60s and another mild day on Friday. Highs around 70. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. 60 degrees outside the WTOP studios brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 310, the survival of affirmative action in higher education appears to be in serious trouble as a conservative-dominated Supreme Court after about five hours of debate over the question of race. We'll get to that story in just a moment. And... 
Campaign 2022 on WTOP, you've probably been hearing multiple stories about Democrats running into headwinds with only about a week left until the midterm elections. One example is Democratic leaders are said to be growing anxious over black voter turnout this year. Politico national political reporter Holly o- uh, Otterbeam joined Dimitri and some de- with some details about that anxiety. Black voters are the backbone of the Democratic electorate, and they vote for Democrats at higher rates than any other racial group. But talking to Democratic strategists, elected officials, activists, most of them black, you know, they told us that they are increasingly worried about black turnout this election, particularly among young black people and black men. If you look at a poll that Morning Consult and Politico did, black voters, 25% of them described themselves as extremely enthusiastic about voting in this election. Compare that to 37% of white voters and 35% of Hispanic voters. Strategists are seeing similar numbers in their internal polling, and they're also picking up things on the ground that you know make them concerned. Now, we have to say, we hear a similar song from Democrats, you know, every few years, right? And a lot of times their worries about black turnout doesn't come to pass. Can you explain specifically what is it that may be having uh, black men, younger black voters say, you know what, I'm not going to make time in my schedule or maybe I can't make time. I'm turned off by this process. So the Democrats that we talked to said that some black voters, you know, after playing a critical role in electing Joe Biden, feel as though he hasn't done enough. There hasn't been enough change, particularly as it relates to crime, as it relates to voting rights, as it relates to criminal justice reform. And look, the Biden administration will point to any number of things in those areas, you know, executive orders that he's done, you know, liberalizing marijuana policy, just to name one. But that's what the Democrats that we talk to are telling us, is that, you know, particularly among young Black people and Black men, there's a dissatisfaction with what Joe Biden has been able to do. And, you know, you add that to the fact that the past few years have had some trends that Democrats don't like. They've been at the margin, but they have been there and they've raised concerns. For example, you know, in 2016, lower than expected turnout in places like Detroit and Milwaukee helped contribute to Hillary Clinton's losses in key battleground states. And then in 2020, Trump actually did better in some big cities, including Philadelphia, where I live, where he actually got more votes in many majority black wards than he did in 2016. And so, again, these are marginal shifts, like Democrats are still overwhelmingly winning cities and black voters. But every vote matters in a state like Pennsylvania, where every single race is extremely close. Democrats pay attention to that, and they are concerned about that erosion. Politico National Political Reporter Holly Otterbein on Skype. Coming up, we've got a look at sports with Rob Woodfork. Hi, I'm Mandy Moore. We can do great things when we stand together. Stand Up to Cancer is closer than ever before to achieving its mission to make every cancer patient into a long-term survivor. So get on board and stand up to cancer with us. To learn more about how you can support this groundbreaking effort and get advantage miles, go to standuptocancer.org slash American Airlines. 
There are more ways than ever to listen to WTOP on air, online, on Alexa, and on the WTOP app. WTOP, Washington's top news. Constantly updated, 24-7, 365. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Now to Rob Woodfork. World Series Game 3 in Philadelphia was rained out and postponed to Tuesday night, but Philly fans still got to enjoy a 76ers win in Washington. 118-111, even without Joel Embiid in the lineup. West Unsell Jr.'s team was on the wrong end of a 27-6 run that spanned the late third and early fourth quarters. Well, they had a run to start the quarter as well in the third. So it's just minimizing those stretches. There were some coverage mistakes. We obviously missed some shots when we didn't have great execution. But just the urgency to start the second half, I don't think was there. Kristaps Porzingis led all scorers with a season-high 32 points, but the Wizards still losers of three in a row and two straight at home. The Capitals got a point in Carolina, but fell to the Hurricanes in a shootout 3 to Two, Alex Ovechkin's power play goal pulled him within one of Gordy Howe's record of 786 career goals with one franchise. The Washington Commanders expect to have Chase Young back at practice Wednesday for the first time this season. And at a critical juncture in the schedule, the Vikings and Eagles are a combined 13-1, and one, Ron Rivera. We'll have to match those guys, and that's one of the things that we're going to find out. Can we match a team like that? That'll be an interesting thing to watch. They're kind of under the radar, which is crazy to me because they're 6-1, and one, and their one loss being to Philly. That should tell you a little bit about who they are. The Cleveland Browns perhaps saved their season by beating the rival Cincinnati Bengals 32-13 on Monday Night Football, but the AFC North-leading Baltimore Ravens had the biggest win on the eve of the trade deadline, acquiring the league leader in tackles Roquan Smith from Chicago, in exchange for second and fifth round picks and journeyman linebacker A.J. Klein. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. The top stories we're following for you on WTOP. The man accused of attacking House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's husband with a hammer told police he wanted to hold the Democratic leader hostage and quote-unquote break her kneecaps to show other members of Congress that there were quote consequences to actions investigators said. Both state and federal charges were filed against accused attacker David DePepe. Affirmative action was front and center at the Supreme Court. Justices heard two cases concerning admissions programs that take into account race in the name of educational diversity. Maryland Governor Larry Hogan has tested positive for COVID. He says he's working from home. It's the second time he's gotten the coronavirus. The first was last year. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. 317, if the election were held today, Maryland voters would approve the legalization of cannabis in the state. That's the findings of a new poll from the Baltimore Sun and the University of Baltimore. It finds 63% of likely voters say they agree with legalizing the drug. 25% say they oppose it and 12% say they're not sure. Traffic and weather on the 8s to Rich Hunter in the WTOP Traffic Center. It's still working. 66 westbound as you approach the Bellway First work zone. Single file left gets you by. And remember the exit that takes you to the Adeloupe and Adeloupe Express lanes closed as part of that work. You're following a posted detour, which will take you further west to Nutley Street. But keep in mind, once you cross over the Bellway, next work zone near Nutley Street also has you down to a single left lane getting by. But you should be able to get to Nutley Street. This is uh, well before the interchange for Nutley. Uh, beyond that, next work zone, as you approach and pass Route 50, single left lane gets you by there. 
The exit ramp that takes you to go east on 50 toward Fairfax closed. The ramp to go westbound is open. But again, you can self-divert early, either at 123 or even go west on 50 and work your way back. Uh, but if you continue beyond the exit for westbound 50, you're diverted uh, down to the Fairfax County Parkway to work your way back. So just plan ahead. Give yourself some extra time. Eastbound side still working as you head east of Nutley Street toward the Beltway. Again, single file left. Get you by. And whether or not it's supposed to be open or not, folks are able to get to the outer loop ramp. Uh, but, again, just be extra careful there because there's a lot of construction equipment over by the Beltway where they're doing the work over there. So please be careful. And um, once you cross the Beltway on 66 eastbound, Nothing else anyway, all the way through Roslyn and the Roosevelt Bridge. Rich Hunter, WTOB Traffic. Now to Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Scattered showers continue through your early Tuesday morning hours, otherwise cloudy skies with some patchy fog as well. Throughout the day today, we'll have increasing sunshine and isolated showers possible, but most, if not all, of your day is looking dry and mild. Highs around 70. Plenty of sun tomorrow with temperatures again warming to around 70, our average high now in the mid-60s. So these temperatures are at least 5 degrees above normal for early November. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. 60 degrees outside the WTOP studios brought to you by Len the Plumber. Trusted same-day service seven days a week. Coming up, the debate over naming a street in D.C. after former Mayor Marion Barry. It's 3.20. Tis the season to get Diamonds Direct's unbeatable price, plus an extra 20% off virtually everything. Yes, it's happening next weekend, November 11th through 13th. Three days of spectacular store-wide savings. All rings, all earrings, all pendants, all bracelets, all on sale. This is the last store-wide sale of the year. Now is the time to shop and save. Designers are here with their entire lines. All at the lowest prices of the year, plus special finance. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. It's November 11th, 12th, and 13th only. And only at Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Lorraine knew she wanted to adopt a teenager from foster care. I love teenagers. I think it adds an element of fun because you can really do activities as a family that everybody loves. The Dave Thomas Foundation for Adoption believes you're never too old for family. More than 20,000 children in the U.S. are at risk of aging out of foster care without a family. Learn how you can help at DaveThomasFoundation.org. This is WTOP News. It's 321. Should Good Hope Road in Southeast D.C. be named in honor of former Mayor Marion Barry? Council member Treon White, who represents Barry's home of Ward 8, released a video on Instagram yesterday asking residents to support his bill to create Marion Barry Avenue. White says he introduced emergency legislation to quickly remain the roadway, but accused Council Chairman Phil Mendelson of blocking the bill. Mendelssohn is tweeting it's a false narrative that he's against the renaming project. Mendelssohn says he's scheduling a hearing on the bill on December 13th, but he blocked it so there could be a public hearing. I don't believe it's appropriate for us to change the name of a street and then have a public hearing to ask people what they think. That's rather disrespectful of the public or the democratic process. Mendelssohn also says he's now gotten a violent threat over this.
There's a growing danger associated with our vehicles. As cars and trucks get larger, so do the vehicle's blind spots, even in the front. Now there's an effort to prevent accidents that are claiming hundreds of lives every year. CBS News, Chris Van Cleve has more. Vehicles have a blind zone directly in front of the hood that grows with the size of the car. Americans' shift to larger trucks and SUVs comes as deaths from these front-over crashes more than doubled in five years, killing over 500 in 2020. Experts say the victims are often small children. Automakers tell CBS News that safety is a top priority and vehicles continue to get even more safe as automakers test, develop, and integrate new safety technologies. President Biden says he'll push for an excess profits tax if oil companies don't do more to lower prices at the pump. The president says the record profits recently reported by oil companies are outrageous. He calls it a windfall of war, a function of Russia's assault on Ukraine. It's time for these companies to stop war profiteering. Mr. Biden says the firms have a responsibility to spend more of their profits on increasing refining capacity. They don't want to do that. They, they have the opportunity to do that. The president says if they don't, he'll urge Congress to impose an excess profits tax. It's a move Republicans would surely oppose. Stephen Portnoy, CBS News, Washington. It's 324. Children in poverty. Each one unique. Each one full of dreams. They're our hope, our future. They're the reason Children International exists. And even when the whole world changed... The things that mattered most to us stayed the same. Giving children the tools they need to set their own goals and create futures free from poverty. I have enough healthy food. I'm learning every day. I'm healthy and strong. We've developed new ways to reach children and families in poverty during these vulnerable times, ensuring they have access to health care, education, life skills, and more, so they can achieve their dreams. Learn more about Children International and join us at children.org slash help today. Money News at 25 and 55. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Labor tensions are being turned up a notch at Delta Airlines. Pilots have voted almost unanimously to authorize a strike. Although a walkout is not imminent, the vote gives union leaders the go-ahead to order a work stoppage once they've gone through the steps set by federal labor law. Delta has about 15,000 pilots. Village MD, majority owned by Walgreens, is exploring a deal to merge with another primary care provider, Summit Health. Summit owns the City MD chain of emergency health clinics. Sources say the combined company could be worth as much as $10 billion. Cable operator Charter Communications, which does business under the Spectrum brand, is escalating its battle to add wireless customers. It's offering a free second line to customers who purchase a new mobile line for $30 a month. It will tout its latest deal in a media campaign starting this week. 
From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. Coming up on WTOP, the man who allegedly attacked House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's husband will face a judge today after being charged with state and federal crimes. Police say a drive-by shooting has injured more than a dozen people in Chicago. And the conservative-leaning Supreme Court hears challenges to affirmative action in college admissions. It's 326. Moments. They surround us, intersecting every day, every instant. Moments that can change us forever.